I don't totally remember who you are, but why are you dead now? Welcome to Books and Banter, a podcast about books. I'm Janine, a library clerk. And I'm Jess, a branch admin. And we both work at the Winkler branch of South Central Regional Library. In this podcast, we talk about books with our own twist. We read the first half of the book and predict where it might be going, and then finish reading the book and discuss the second half. There will be snark, there will be spoilers, and depending on the book, there may be references to violence, sex, and other adult topics. So if that's not for you, stop listening now. All right, let's get into this week's book. Today we are diving into Iron Flame, the sequel to Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros. Everyone expected Violet Sorengale to die during her first year at Basgaith War College, Violet included, but threshing was only the first impossible testament to weed out the weak-willed, the unworthy, and the unlucky. Now the real training begins, and Violet's already wondering how she'll get through. It's not just that it's grueling and maliciously brutal, or even that it's designed to stretch the rider's capacity for pain beyond endurance. It's the new Vice Commandant, who's made it his personal mission to teach Violet exactly how powerless she is, unless she betrays the man she loves. Although Violet's body might be weaker and frailer than everyone else's, she still has her wits, and a will of iron. And leadership is forgetting the most important lesson Vazgaeth has taught her. Dragon riders make their own rules, but a determination to survive won't be enough this year because Violet knows the real secret hidden for centuries at Basgaith War College, and nothing, not even Dragonfire, may be enough to save them in the end. So this is book number two in the Empyrean series, released November 7th, 2023, which was just a week ago. According to a New York Times article, this is the second book in a planned five-book series. I think when we recorded Fourth Wing, we said it was a two-book series, Um, and that was from Goodreads. It said book two of two, I think is where I got that from. So anyway, there should be three more coming. Uh, They can't come soon enough for me, as far as I'm concerned. If they were all published tomorrow, it still wouldn't be quick enough. No. (laughs) Um, So the book came out on the 7th, which was Tuesday. My copy arrived on Monday, and it was very exciting. And I... My copy was supposed to get here on Wednesday. Oh, I had to bring my copy in the next day and show it off to Jess, because she didn't have hers yet. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for that. You're welcome. (laughs) Since its release in May, Fourth Wing has sold more than 2 million copies globally, according to the publisher. It has been on the New York Times hardcover fiction bestseller list for more than six months, with three months at number one. As it should be. And so this book is considered a new genre that I have never heard of before. Romanticy, a hybrid of romance and fantasy, which I would think... um, It's just the average book. (laughs) (laughs) Also like A Court of Thorns and Roses... Um, I would also consider that romanticy. I don't think you've read those ones, but uh, they're on my list. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're too. audiobooks. I have, I think, half of them as audiobooks. But you know, Sanderson. Yeah. So, um, I know we just did Fourth Wing. So, author info. Um, we're gonna go into what might be considered fun facts, but we'll talk about it, the author info. Rebecca Yaros has Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, a genetic. Con- connective tissue disorder. It can be difficult for her to stand or talk for more than an hour, which makes marathon signing sessions and fan events a challenge. Protagonist Violet Sorngale has many of the afflictions she suffers from, like dizziness, brittle bones and joints that easily dislocate. Although Violet's condition is never named in the book. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, because I was kind of looking for this one too, because I'm like, is there actually named the condition? Because she always just like weak joints, brittle bones. Mm -hmm. She never really specifies if there's a name to it. Yep. 
Rebecca Yaros knew so little about the publishing world that in 2011, when she wrote her first book, An Urban Fantasy, she bought Publishing for Dummies to figure out her next steps. <laughs> she signed with an agent, but no publishers made an offer. Undeterred, she decided to write about a young woman in a military family. The result was her debut, Fall, Full Measures, a romance about a woman whose father is killed in Afghanistan. She sold it to Entangled, and it was published in 2014. So, there you go. Yeah. Let's get into it because, man, I uh, had a hard time stopping yesterday when I was reading. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we we finished part one, which is slightly further than halfway, but it made more sense yeah. than stopping one chapter before it was the a very of part two. Very natural stopping point. Yeah. Actually, it kind of feels a little bit like it's two books in a way. Like I, I was reading the last chapter, I'm like, well, this kind of finishes off in some ways. Yeah. Like it still leaves enough cliffhangers that I am definitely reading the second half. Well, absolutely. You couldn't stop me. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, it's not like, you know, there's some where it's like you kind of have to read the next chapter because it just mm -hmm. leaves things. Yeah. So. But this, It's like, very much the end of part one. And I mean, technically, it could be two books because we're over 300 pages in. Mm -hmm. Like, this book is over 600 pages. Just so you know, it's a, a hefty book. But it is so good. It is so good. Like, Although, as I was going through, I checked the chapters every once in a while and go, ah, yes, I still got less left. <laughs> and also, like, for me... Well, it's a really amazing book and I'm loving it so much. It's not a fast read for me. Like oftentimes I can read like pretty quickly. This one, I really like, there's so much information. And I think because of the weird names of some things mm -hmm. and I don't know, like, I feel like I just have to take my time with this book. I had more problems with names in this one I found. Yeah. The um, professors, especially. Mm. Where I'm like, who are you again? Yeah. And also, like, I'm actually sort of happy that I listened to Fourth Wing instead of reading it because now I know how to pronounce everything. <laughs> I was going to say I'm a little bit jealous in that regard because I'm looking at this and going, uh, what now? Like, um, Zayden's Dragon, Segale. Mm -hmm. I would not have looked at that word and known that it was supposed to be said Segale. Segale is about the closest I've gotten. Segale? Segale? Segale. Yeah, as Se Steven Seagal. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Seagal is how they said it in the audiobook. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, which I assume is the correct pronunciation. I would assume so. Yeah, so I was very, like, yeah, it's, uh, it was good to actually listen to, to know pronunciations of things. That's the thing I find with fantasy books oftentimes. Mm -hmm. You listen to them, it's like, oh, yeah, okay, cool, Kaladin, cool. And, and then you look at it and go, wait, that's spelled with a K? Yeah. <laughs> like, I know, yeah. I know. I don't know why. Why it is that characters and places in fantasy books always have to have weird, unpronounceable because names? Because nobody believes it if their name is John. I would believe it. It's John Smith out there. He's going to defend the world. Well, he's going to save everyone. Really? Because his name's John Smith. He doesn't seem. Hey, you don't have to call him John Smith, but Peter's no better. <laughs> I didn't say George. That. Forget it. He does the taxes. <laughs> okay, that's not what I was saying. It doesn't have to be like like that but it could be a little more easily pronounceable mm. than Sigail. Yeah. And like in the Court of Thorns and Roses books the main character's name is F-A-Y-R-E F-A-Y-R-E I think it's pronounced Feyre Feyre? I think I think right. that's Feyre. what it is but sounds very Nordic I always want to read it as fairy yeah even though it's not I'm pretty sure that's what her name is it's been a while since I've read them but um yeah, I like things like that. I'm like, why can't you just write it so that I know how to say it? Because part of fantasy is replacing I's with Y's, <laughs> E's with Y's, uh, PH's with F's, and F's with PH's. 
anyway, that's a, a little pet peeve of mine yeah. with fantasy books. I like fantasy, but, um, yeah. What do you think of the cover? Um, the cover is fine. <laughs> I like it because it's, it's kind of it's very similar to the first cover, but, mm-hmm. like, burning up from the bottom, mm-hmm. which... I'm sure signifies something that we haven't reached yeah. yet. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, it's not, the like... artwork for this book cover is quite nice. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, it fits with the series. Yeah. And it doesn't have a face, which I like. <laughs> but I'm not going to lie, if I saw this book on a shelf and I knew nothing about it, I probably wouldn't pick it up based on the cover. Oh, I totally would. Okay. This is the kind of cover that is... It's pretty enough that I look at it and go, well, I will try it, based on the fact that it looks really nice. Well, and you had a thing for dragons before we started. True. A thing for dragons. Well, (laughs) I... Yeah, you're not wrong. (laughs) I could not have cared less about dragons until we started reading this book, and now I'm like, I gotta read all the dragon books. Yes, yes you do. Get me all the dragons. (laughs) That uh, is a very dangerous thing. People that write fantasy are known for going a titch overboard. (laughs) I was this person that I follow on Instagram. She started doing unboxing of like these little collectible toys, like um, Lego minifigures and these things. So she had these things that were called me me meows or something. They are cats. And like one was a hamburger and and one was a unicorn, whatever. They were really like, they're cute. It sounds weird, but they're cute. It's a hamburger cat? Like the body is a hamburger with a cat head and a tail. That's not a restaurant I'm eating at. It's, I know. Continue. Anyways, on. there was a dragon one, and I was like, oh, I want that one. It was adorable. It had like one little tooth poking out. I like it when they've got like a little tooth. It was just really adorable. cute. And I'm like, where can I get these so I can start collecting so I can get this dragon one? <laughs> no. No, no, I'm not going to because I hate cats really, but this little dragon cat was adorable. Anyways, now I'm like, yeah. So when I. I got my book. I was like, oh, I want to start reading it right away, but I don't want to read it because I want to save it because well, once I thing. read it, then it's going to be done. And then what? What like, will I do? With Fourth Wing, it was kind of like, okay, the second one's coming. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. But now I'm like, there's not even a publication date for the third one. No. So, like, the second half is going to be so bad because the first half, I'm like, it's okay. You still it's have a, an entire half of it. still have half. Yeah. For the second half, it's going to be like, read slowly. Although... Or go back and read it again. If it comes out as quickly, like, Fourth Wing was released in May, mm-hmm. um, so it's only been six months. So we could it's conceivably get it. In May. In May. Yeah. It's Which possible. I guess I'll have to live <laughs> I know, but that's the thing, right? When you have something that you're really looking forward to and you just, like, you want to just dive into it, but you also want to save it because as soon as you read it, then it's over. Although, is there any better thing than an author surprising you with a book that you didn't realize was coming? No, that's true. That is really... I had one the other day where I'm like, yes! It's <laughs> Christmas! <laughs> it was so good. I'm like, Because ah. <laughs> originally the publication date for a different one was like February or something like that, which is like a year after the first book where I'm like, come on. Well, that is usually how it goes. I know, but I'm impatient. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I'm, I'm a horrible person because I'm like, I, know. I want all your books now, please. Yeah. But at the same time, take lots of time and write them properly because I don't want your book now if you're going to just rush through it and make it terrible. Yeah, that's also so true. So take your time and give it to me now. <laughs> yeah, I know. And uh, my book has black edged pages, yes. which is really cool. <laughs> 
I've never had a book with colored edges before. I saw one that had gold. Oh, that yeah, okay, gold. really sharp. A Bible. I've had. No, no, I mean. <laughs> no, I know. There's a copy of Fourth Wing, haha. That had... <laughs> you can add little dragons to your Bible. <laughs> Find that one. <laughs> um, no, there's a copy of Fourth Wing that had gold with black dragons. Yes. Oh, gorgeous. I know. I know. Now I'm into, like, I gotta buy books with cool page the edges i don't know what the word is for that see it's one of those things where i'm like i want to do a bunch of leather binding of my books Mm -hmm. and these would be like perfect because can you imagine this in leather with gold embossing Mm. oh it'd be delightful Mm -hmm. but at the same time the original looks so good that i'm like maybe i just need to have two copies one with the right or one with the leather do you know it never occurred to me to do that but i have seen people with like different covers and different editions and whatever and i paint the edges like yeah i'm like oh am i really a collector if i don't do that you'd be a collector at the same time how many covers out there how many books do i need to have (laughs) well there's some series that i'm gonna do it with because like chronicles of narnia love the series hate pretty much every iteration of the covers out there mm. to me they just don't look the covers don't match how good the books are mm. okay so <laughs> there's a once i have enough points in one thing i'm going to use that specifically to buy a paperback copies of chronicles of narnia okay that i'm going to tear to pieces and <laughs> recover in leather nice so i'm gonna be honest and say i've never read that series <gasps> no i have read the lion the witch in the wardrobe and that is it the Magician's Nephew is fantastic. The Voyage of the Dawn Treader, one of my favorites. Silver Chair gets a bit weird. <laughs> okay. I've read other C.S. Lewis, but not those. After the Voyage of the Dawn Treader, things get a little bit funky. Okay. Yeah. But honestly, the the Magician's Nephew is hands down my favorite. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll read it when I have some time. Uh, back to <laughs> This book... The release of this book, I feel like, has not... There has not been a release like this almost since the Harry Potter books came out. Like, with so much fanfare. Like, they had special release parties at, like, midnight at bookstores and things like that. Which I feel like hasn't happened. It is quite rare for that to happen. Mm Because that's the thing, like, Colleen Hoover, which is kind of the last, like, really big adult fiction author kind Mm -hmm. of deal. A lot of that was getting her back catalog. Mm-hmm. And not quite as much fanfare with the new books that are being released. Yeah, and um, yeah, some people are saying that it was saying that this is like they haven't seen like hysteria or whatever <laughs> excitement over a book like this since like Iron Flame Hysteria. <laughs> <laughs> um, since like Harry Potter or Twilight, I think was another one that was like really big. Yeah, that's right. Um, but there hasn't been this sort of like big excitement over a book. Well, it's just good it is so like i never i've been seeing this like fourth wing for months on Mm -hmm. social media and i was like "Mm, i don't know i'm not dragons i have problems with books that are so popular because oftentimes there's so much hype that they just fall flat when you actually read them Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like seriously you guys are going crazy about this Mm mm-hmm but this one, it lives up to it. Honestly, yeah. 10 out of 10. Read this book, please. Nearly every book account that I follow on Instagram, the person has gotten this book or read it or, like, whatever mm-hmm. is talking about it. There's, like, one who's, like, that's not my thing. I'm not going to – I'm just not going to talk about it. There's enough other people out there talking about it that I'm not. 
You don't have to talk about it, but still read it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I also heard somewhere that people were saying that their copies were missing, like, big chunks of pages mm. or parts of the story or whatever. So I was like, oh, that's not... So mm. I don't know. I haven't really looked that up to know for sure, but somebody just said they had checked their copy to make sure that... Could be a print run issue. Yeah, maybe. So anyway, uh, there's been a lot of hype about this book. Yes. And so uh, I think... So far, it lives up to the hype. I mean, we're 20 minutes in, and we haven't actually started talking about <laughs> we, the actual story. Yet. We've just been fangirling. Completely. Basically. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, I. There's so many things I'm like, no! Yes! No! Like, a lot of emotions when reading this book. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it starts off with, like, right after the second book. Mm-hmm. Which I'm glad. Yeah. Because... I'm glad they didn't skip a big chunk of time. Yeah. The other series that I'm working on right now skips six years. Where I'm Ooh, like, excuse yeah. me. No. Um, granted, the main character has a kid now, and he's adorable. So I'm kind of fine with it. Um, anywho, <laughs> the fact they start right after, and like book one ended with surprise, your brother's alive, mm-hmm. and book two starts with like, how dare you be alive and not tell me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's a lot more like dealing with it. But they do go back to the college. Yeah. Which I was kind of wondering if they would or not. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of glad that they did. Mm-hmm. Because she could be with her friends. I kind of feel like she had to. Yeah. Because she was not ready yet. Yeah. They trained for four years for a reason. Mm. Three years? Yep. Third year? Yep. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Third year. They trained for three years for a reason. Yep. This <laughs> is the fourth wing that's throwing me off. Mm, yep. Just because she has two dragons... And he's the most powerful doesn't mean she gets to skip out on a bunch of stuff. You don't just automatically, like, whoop, upload the knowledge. Mm-hmm. And if anything, she has more training to do because she's got two dragons that have to be trained with. Yep. Even though we don't really hear anything about... Andarna. Andarna. I was going to say Andorra, but that's a small country. Um, well, she's in the deep sleep. I know. I know she's in the deep sleep. But she's been in the deep sleep for the entire first half. <laughs> I know. And I'm getting concerned about her. Everybody's concerned about her. It's to the point where I'm going, are you okay? I don't think she's going to die or anything, because... No, she's not going to (laughs) die. They made too much hype about her being the first one to have two dragons to have one die in their sleep. Like, that's very unbattled dragon-like. That's true, but... The fact that if we Terrence loves a harness for her, they're adorable. If we've learned anything from these books is that sometimes good people die. I know. <laughs> so I'm just like waiting for like who what's like I always am waiting for the other shoe to drop in this book, I feel like. Like who's gonna Neva? The one that just she said, Oh hi, I'm Violet, just as a joke, and just got her neck snapped. I know. Or I'm like <gasps> That was shocking. Give me a little warning. <laughs> Nadine. Nadine. There we go. Yes. I thought I had a problem with the names in this book. Because <laughs> they're that one, I'm like, I don't totally remember who you are, but why are you dead now? I know. I Like, that was shocking. Like, just... I know. The amount of assassination attempts. Assassination. Assassination. Assassination and sanitation. Kill, but be clean. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, we've all had too much caffeine, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, the, there's been a lot of... Sorry, I'm going to go back to that for a second. Gilligan's Island, there's like a crazy like mad professor or something at some point. And he's, be neat, 
be sweet, be petite, but be fast and speedy. <laughs> so that's just now what's in my head with kill but be clean. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> you were saying. Uh, no, the assassination attempts, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Somebody of the higher-ups obviously knew what happened when they were... Well, yeah, Dane's dad. Yeah. No, but, like, I just, like, they're trying to pick them off one by one. Yeah, they're being very obvious about it. Yeah, they're not. And, like, the fact that, like, Violet, towards the end of the first half, is getting tortured. And her mom claims to not know about it. And I just wonder, like, is that actually true? I I don't believe that her mom didn't know that Violet was going to be tortured because that's literally part of their curriculum. But but I but this there is some plausibility in her mom not knowing how far he was going to take it. But this torture had nothing to do with that course. Yeah, I know. So but still it is part of the curriculum, so there's every possibility her mom she's a bit of an absent parent. Like so I, she, there, it's quite plausible that she didn't know that but I think she, this, this was, was not the sanctioned torture. Happening on the sly. Anyways. Yeah. And that guy... Oh, I, that, the vice commandant. That guy... Wasn't... Just being incinerated. It's not enough. Little pieces first and then incineration. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kebobbed. Kebobbed. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he clearly had it in for Violet. Total creep. Yeah. And his dragon can go too. All the other dragons I like... Yeah. I think their their dragony nature is incineration just part of the deal. Mm-hmm. That dragon. He can go away now. Yeah. That he guy is such a creep. Took out like half the third years. Yeah. Or half the third third wing. Third wing. Yeah. Like just I know. Mm-hmm. I know. For no particular reason. No. At all. No. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. And I mean, I don't like Harry Potter. That's well known. But I very who's the pink lady in Harry Potter? The pink lady? The rings like the fourth one or something. The teacher? Yeah. Where is daughter number one when you need her? Yeah. She would know. Anywho, the commandant reminds me very much of her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Yes. To a slightly disturbing degree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like half expecting him to be in pink cat pictures. But Yeah. I know. No, he is mm, creep. Yep. And, like, are war colleges always this uh, harsh on their students? I'm not going to say anything about the actual war colleges that are available currently to actual humans on Earth. Um, but, yes. I don't know anything about war colleges. And, well, at uh, one point, Violet said that, like, this is nothing compared to actually being in the field. Yeah. And that's true. That is why they are this harsh. Because yeah. they are training them for the eventuality of your friends will die. Mm-hmm. Everybody you know will die. Here's how you not die. Yeah. And here's how if you get caught and tortured, like the torture thing, where I'm like, yeah, a bit harsh. Like, not not her final torture, but the other torture. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I thought it was going to be way worse. Like, I'm yeah. like, oh, you didn't feed them for a bit and you punched them a couple of times? I can think of better tortures than that in five <laughs> minutes. We haven't bought out thumb screws, bamboo shoots, flames. Come on. Yes, but that was their first time. Yeah, but, like, that was easy. I could resist that torture, and I have no training. <laughs> like, hit me a couple of times and don't give me water for 12 hours. I'll be fine. Mm, I would not be fine without water for 12 hours. I'd be thirsty and I'd be crabby, but I wouldn't be telling you my secrets. <laughs> like, I don't have any secrets that are that that are worth telling. I didn't say I had any either, <laughs> but you still wouldn't get anything out of me. Yeah, I was sad that 
Nolan was a part of her torture. Sad, but not surprised. Yeah, I know, but... I kind of figured for a while. And how did they bring Jack Barlow back to life, and why can't they bring Liam back to life? That was my first question, when, like, we get Jack, but not Liam. I know. And who here doesn't trust Jack Barlow? Me. Yeah. (laughs) I think we can all agree, all two of us, that he's... seems to have come back different. Yeah, no, no. We don't trust him. But that doesn't mean I trust him. No. There's a point where if you try to kill me five times, you're just not getting trusted ever again. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe he saved... I don't care if you spend the rest of your life saving kittens. Yeah. And perhaps he saved Violet's life, but uh, obviously she's not going to die because she's the main character. She can't die. Yeah. There can't be three more books if she dies in book number two. Don't... Not saying she dies. Not saying she dies. But I kind of feel like they're setting up a subplot between the uh, king's son and Liam's sister. Oh. Hmm. I kind of feel like there's set up there for something. Hmm. Well. I mean, Liam's sister's sadly kind of pathetic. She is very pathetic. Like, there's times where I'm like, honey, get it together. Yeah. Like, did you not know where you were coming? Yeah. Learn to fight. Come on. What, what did you think you were going to do? Oh, he's yeah. your pet dragon. You're yeah. just going to make cheese toasties. <laughs> cheese toasties. <laughs> yes, and also accept help when it's offered. I get the anger thing at yeah. Violet because she perceives Violet as being responsible for Liam's death, which Even not the case. though she's not, and she thinks she is too. But why is she such a... Um, t- Imogen? Imogen, by all accounts, was Liam's friend. Yeah. Or well, do you now just hate anybody that Violet associates with? So is Violet was Liam's friend also. Yes, but she perceives Violet as being responsible for his death. I know. Whereas Imogen apparently is innocent. I did like the evolution of Imogen from the first book to the second mm, book. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't like you, but you're okay. <laughs> I, yeah. No, I like her now. I like all the rebels. I like the fact they didn't go to like, oh, we're besties. No. Because it's like, uh, no. Yeah. That comes off as very fake and very like, we're besties and I will stab you in the back. Yeah. No, they tolerate each other in a way that's very sweet, I think. Well, there's the, like, we're not talking boys. Yeah. Just not happening. Okay, you have this amount of time to talk boys to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, no. I uh, I like what their relationship is becoming. I think it's very... I will say good. the thing I like the most about this book is that all the relationships are, like, adult, not, like, the petty... No, we didn't communicate. I'm not talking to you ever again. Like, that often mm-hmm. comes... Like, these characters are, like, 21. Yeah. Oftentimes, with that age... Writer will default to like you're 16. Yeah, I mean, emotionally, you're 16. Not saying 21 year olds are like, woohoo, you know, taxes <laughs> and death, but like, <laughs> you're on a taxes, uh, I don't know why thing today. <laughs> I just associate that with old people um, and boring people. Pardon me if you're a very exciting tax accountant. Um, <laughs> I had caffeine this morning, it was a bad idea, but like, given how Violet was acting for the better part of the first half. I was concerned that when she finally did either tell Rhiannon, Rhiannon? Rhiannon? Yeah. Rhiannon, anything, that there'd be like a big, you know, classic high school blowout where it's like, I'm not talking to you. You're not talking to me. I'm, you, you didn't let me in on your rebel thing and you're not mm-hmm. trusting me with my rebel thing. And instead of like, yeah, okay, no, we get that. Mm-hmm. Would you like some help now? Yeah. I'm happy that she told them. I'm glad, because I 
do feel like she'll be able to trust them. Mm-hmm. Ish. I think so. I think they've proven themselves trustworthy. How? Well, they've all stuck together. They back each other up. Yeah, but they haven't been in combat yet. And okay. their torture was pathetic. So. Okay, so that's... Yeah, but they've lost people that they've cared about, and they've been through some things. Yeah. Currently, I trust the rebels more than I trust them. Okay. I see because that. Because they haven't had a, a proper test of loyalty yet. Mm. I like them. I think they're all cool. But at this point, they're at about 80. They're not at 100% yet. Okay. So, <laughs> I have trust issues. I have a scale on my trust issues. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it's just, I can see all the various different ways. Like Rihanna, for example, if the crazy commandant were to take her family hostage and start torturing them, she would turn on Violet. Do you think? Yeah, no doubt. Well, the rebels can't do that because they don't have families. Which is one of the reasons why I trust them a little bit more. <laughs> they are used to life screwing them over. Mm-hmm. And they are used to getting the short end of the stick and... Being the ones that are always outside, having to work tri- twice as hard, not being able to trust anybody, so I trust them more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. If you've had it good your entire life, yeah. Mm-hmm. It I all, don't trust that you're not going to fold when something difficult comes along. It all comes back to that uh, cynical and naive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably go to therapy. But that being said, too, I fully expected the second half, or second book, not second half, second book, to be a lot more like Violet and Zayden. Not talking. But they're kind of working through it. Mm-hmm. In, like, an adult manner. Where I'm like, okay. Kind of. She is being somewhat stubborn, but... She's being somewhat stubborn, but also I can understand it. Like, she's sort of... I don't want to say she's being pulled in two directions because one's like a proper yank and the other's like, ah, stay with me. Um, because it's basically her mother mm-hmm. who is not a very nice person. I think her no. mother cares for her, but yeah, I she does. think her mother also will stand by and watch an entire village get slaughtered. Yeah. like. But I also think uh, her mom felt a little bit of pride when she left with the rebellion group. Not that she would show it, but I feel like deep down in the farthest corners of her heart, there was just a time. I have to believe that she felt that like little bit of pride. Proud that she left so much as proud that Violet stood up for herself. Maybe that. Because I think her mom perceives her as weak in every way. mm -hmm. And Violet is stubborn as heck. Yeah. And I think her mother respects that more than anything else. And she has withstood a lot Mm -hmm. in her year and, what, a half? (laughs) Yeah. So I I feel like, like, her her mom, like, I also feel like her mom is aware, like, she knows the situation, obviously. Mm -hmm. She's aware of what's going on. I don't think her mom wants Violet to go with the rebels, honestly. But I also think that she's aware that this is a problem that needs to be dealt with. Mm -hmm. And... Because of her position, maybe she feels like she can't. I don't think she wants to deal with it. Maybe. I think her her focus is, what's the country called? Um, Navarre? Navarre. Navarre. I'm always stuck on Navarone for some reason. Navarone? I think it's from Western. It sounds like Aulony. <laughs> I don't know. No. Um, 
I think her mom's focus is on Nevera's security more than anything else. I don't think her mom wants to help the villages so much as she wants to get the wards working properly again. Mm-hmm. And that her defense, defense, her focus is on the defense of Nevera mm-hmm. rather than helping any of the outliers. I don't think that's going to change. No, um, but I don't know. I just, I think, I don't know if like gave her blessing, but was like... She recognized is, that she was safer with Satan. And this is what you have to do, mm-hmm. and that's okay-ish. Ish, even I'm though more, it goes against... Like, I'm not going to stand in your way than that I'm yeah. giving you my blessing. Yeah. Yeah. So she slightly redeemed herself a little teeny tiny bit right there. A smidgen. A smidgen. And the fact that she... But sh- that being said, she was looking at her daughter that had been tortured for five days and going, oh, I give you permission to go with your boyfriend. <laughs> Dang right you do. Try and stop me. But Try she, and stop him, actually. Good luck. <laughs> she did also s- seem like she was upset about the torture. Yes. So. I don't trust the woman as far as I can throw her. Mm-hmm. I think she's definitely going to end up on the opposite side of the war. My question is, is Myra? Mira? Mira. Mira. Is Mira going to end up on the side with Brennan and Violet? Mm-hmm. Or on the side with her mother. I was wondering that too because Violet tried to tell her and she did not want to believe. Yeah. It seems to help though, like people, when they're trying to tell people, if they get the dragons yeah, get to the dragons tell, them. tell them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Trust the dragon told me. Yeah. Okay. We're cool now. <laughs> like the fact that they can like show each other those images mm-hmm. and then they dragons, the dragons can show it to their riders. Yeah. Like, the fact that dragons have, like, their, like, communications is super cool. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I love it. I just like the fact that dragons don't talk. Mm-hmm. Like, that, to me, is much better than the, like, chatty dragons. <laughs> like, the ones where... Okay. Nerd tangent. <laughs> Nerd alert. Um, it drives me a wee bit bonkers when there are creatures like dragons that talk... But they do not have the tongue, the vocal cords, or the actual physical components required to make the sounds for human speech. It irks me, because I'm looking at it and I'm going, that tongue doesn't make those noises. Okay. So I'm glad that in this book, completely skip over that and go just straight up, go straight up telepathy. Okay. Much better. So... You know that (laughs) dragons aren't a real thing. Yes, I know. So, but you can... You're okay with the the existence of the dragons, but not with the fact that they can talk. Yes. I probably received the nerd alert. I have no response to that. The reality is that in order to make human speech, for lack of a better term, there are certain movements required. Mm-hmm. So unless you're going to, like, speak through magic, where, like, a thought projection that becomes noise... There needs to be something physical that happens. Unless they got Layla's speaker in the neck. <laughs> All the dragons follow Bluetooth speakers. <laughs> Actually, I'd be there for that. It'd be kind of hilarious. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Nobody can see the hand <laughs> signals that I'm doing. Sometimes I feel like we should video this. And then I'm really, really glad that we don't. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, anyway, okay. I'm, I'm glad they didn't go with, like, the Disney creature that talks, kind of. Because I kind of feel like it... It invalidates, in some ways, like, the power of the dragon. And I like the fact that the dragon... The the rider can talk to their dragon, and nobody else can listen in. Like, the bond is very private and very... (laughs) No business. I'm not disagreeing with any of that. 
but to be okay with the existence of dragons, but not okay <laughs> no. with the fact that they can talk. Just welcome to nerds. Yeah, I know. I this is nerd. We are like, weird people. I have no response to that. That's probably safer. <laughs> to bring down the wrath of the nerd community. Yeah, no. I. Um, it's an argument I cannot win. <laughs> that is true. So, anyway. You said at one point that this had been optioned for a movie or a TV series or something? Yes, it has. Fourth Wing has been optioned for a TV series. On the one hand, yay! On the other hand, don't ruin it. Yeah. On the other, other hand... She... Rebecca Yaros is going to be involved. Good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I believe I've already approved certain characters for casting. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, anywho. Um, it'd be great. I have questions about how they're going to do the, the telepathic communication. Mm-hmm. Because at one point, Violet and Zayden were having an argument, and they were just standing there, like, staring at each mm-hmm. other, and everybody else is like, what are they doing? Yeah. I think they're fighting. Okay. Should we leave now? <laughs> yes. So having, like, it works in a book, but having translating that into an actual, like, video medium would be a challenge i'm sure they'll figure out a way they have to figure out a way i but it can oftentimes be a little bit cringy have you seen chaos walking no basically all the men's thoughts women can hear okay (laughs) chaos um that's the name it was an interesting concept execution was a titch lacking like what women want when mel gibson can hear all what all the women are thinking sort of yeah except for it's every man so if there's a crowd of them boy is it noisy well, it's the same thing with him. It's every woman. Yeah. But they are on an alien planet, and the men kill all the women because they can't hear what the women think, so they don't trust them. Hmm. Yeah. It's okay. Like I said, interesting concept, terrible execution. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a sucker for romance. Uh, sometimes romance novels are ick Cheesy. for me. I'm finding it very interesting that in the first book he was like, do not fall in love with me. <laughs> the second it's, book, he's like, please fall in love with me. Yes, please tell me you love me. I'm going to write you letters and do all these things and mm-hmm. prove myself to you. And I'm just like... But that's the thing. He's putting the work in. He's mm-hmm. not actually just saying, like, well, love me or don't. It's your choice. Yeah. Like... He's proving himself. They're, they're both working on their relationship, mm-hmm. which is something I find you often don't see in romance no. books. Or any books there's so much miscommunication and nobody wants to talk about it mm-hmm. and that's the thing that gets me about romance books is like we're going to miscommunicate and then we're going to not talk about it mm-hmm. and then in the end everything's going to be fine that's the thing i find <clears throat> a lot of romance books or books that have romance in them which is most books mm-hmm. the characters are either going through something that when they go back to the real world and you know life taxes and death <laughs> drinking game on the taxes um (laughs) there's the feeling that they're not actually gonna stick it out Mm -hmm. because they met each other in such a like tumultuous time that it's just all gonna fizzle when you get to like oh nobody's shooting at me okay bye yeah or vice versa where it's like oh happiness and light we met at a bakery we had cupcakes and yeah what about when death comes well Mm -hmm. we ran out of cupcakes so bye like There's some very, like, cupcake-y relationships. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, though. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree. Whereas this one, it kind of feels like they're willing to put the work in, so it's not mm-hmm. as, like... It doesn't come off as toxic and as yeah. dysfunctional as a lot of the other ones. Yeah. Not saying they're perfect. There's there's no couple that's perfect out no. there, but... And, I mean, let's be honest. He effed up yeah. in the first book. 
majorly. But I can understand it from his point as well. Oh, absolutely. Because she's already getting people trying to kill her at every turn. Exactly. Why would he then add more information? Mm-hmm. Especially, he knows who Dane is and what his power is. Mm-hmm. He knows that Violet doesn't believe him. I say doesn't believe him, but boot Dane, but is still willing to give Dane a chance. Because there's history there. Because there's history, and she can't stop seeing the little boy that climbed trees. Yep. I get that. Mm-hmm. So I understand why he wouldn't, because why would he risk an entire nation, an entire people, and their possible deaths because of her? Yeah. No, like, I know. They're not at that stage yet. No, but, like, she got into a situation that she should maybe not have been in. Mm-hmm. But it was better that she was, because she really... Uh, save the day. Yeah. So. Well, I think now that she's in, there's a point to telling her more yeah. the details. But at the same time, he has a point. Mm-hmm. She has to learn to live with the fact that he has secrets. Yeah. If you can agree that I will not keep secrets that will cause harm to you or alter your decision making, just accept the fact that I have secrets. It's no different than if your wife or husband is a police officer. Great. I'm assuming you can't tell me everything. Mm-hmm. In fact, please don't tell me everything. Yeah. Because that's just the reality that you live in. Like, mm-hmm. you don't go home and <laughs> tell your husband, oh, guess what? You know, like, yeah. every job is going to have elements of it that you cannot share with your significant other. Mm-hmm. You li- need to live with that. Yeah. And I think she's getting to the point now where she gets that. Yeah. They're working on it. Yep. Much healthier than a lot of the ones that I've seen. Yeah. Definitely much healthier than Verity. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced there's a second book where they just kill everybody. And then there's just one turtle walking off into the sunset. That's a bad I am a little bit surprised at how, like, I didn't think the battle was going to come in this book. Yeah. Because there's three more books to go. What's, mm-hmm. what's going to happen? Well, there's the battle, the vanquish, and graduation. <laughs> I did find it a little bit hilarious how they're like, yeah, the graduation's kind of like... Just here's your assignments. Bye bye. Very anticlimactic. <laughs> and they have like a week between classes because that's the thing too. I was wondering with the first book. Mm-hmm. So you finish your first year. Do you have summer holidays? Because it doesn't really seem like the type where it's like go home, play with your dragon, bye, go swimming, <laughs> <laughs> and then come back and fall. It's not really that type of thing. Mm-mm. So no, I was they, quite curious to see how the transition worked. They just stay there. Yeah, they basically got a week off to change rooms around. Mm-hmm. So I like that better than Harry Potter. <laughs> Okay, we get it. You don't like Harry Potter. <sighs> anyway, I don't know if it's going to be... <sighs> Maybe the battle's not going to be resolved. Well, they had a battle in the last one already. Yeah. But... So what are they going to do in the second half of this book? My question is... First half of the book ended up with dragons coming to... Arisha. Arisha. And it sounded like they were led by Mira. I don't know. That's the thing. It wasn't super clear. So I'm super curious now because... Where did you get that from? I, I need to check and see if I'm actually right here. Okay, yeah, I read that wrong. Hang on. Because he means ask his sister Violet. Yeah, I know. I was thinking Mira. I'm wrong. But that's my question. Like, in the second half, is Mira going to join them? Mm-hmm. Is she not? And when they sent out the mental telegram thing showing what happened in village i can't pronounce in the last book the incident (laughs) they showed that to the dragons at the school Mm -hmm. was that like a dragon wide communique was that just the ones at the college oh yeah that's a good question i just assume that all the dragons are at the college 
because... But they're not. No, they're not. It's kind of the point of the college. Yeah. So are they... Did they send a dragon wide? And there's a bunch of dragons that are like, uh, yeah, see your front lines. We're going to go over here now and fight a battle. Like, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's a good question. My question. My feeling on Mira is that she's going to stay on the side of the mother, at least at first. At least at first, I think... But I think it might be anger towards Brennan for not telling her that, hey, I'm alive. Resin. Resin. There we go. Um, yeah, because I kept writing it. kept reading it as resin. But I'm also, like, Dane has made a flip. And I'm not sure that we fully trust him yet either. No. The guy reads minds. I never trust him. But you don't think that because of what he saw that he... No. Really? No. Okay. Not, no, no, mm-mm, no. Hmm. I think... He is not ready to put down the rule book yet. I think he's going to stick with his father general. And I think he regrets what happened to Violet. I think he is not willing to participate in what happened to Violet. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came in in what day of the torture? Five, I think. Is it five? I think so. It was the last day. We don't know what happened after he left. Did he tell anyone? Is that why her friend tried to mount a rescue? Like, I don't trust that guy as far as I can throw him. Ouch. What do you mean after he left? He only came in on the the last day. Yeah, but he left. Did he not leave the torture? He left with them. Because then Zayden showed up. Did Zayden show up right away? He showed her... She showed him her memories of right. what happened at Resin. And then oh, yeah, he yeah, yeah. attacked... He didn't actually get out at all, did he? He attacked Varish. Right. Varish? Varish? Varish, Varish. Varnish. Varnish. <laughs> I'm going to call him Varnish. <laughs> I'd like to I can think of other names for him that are not appropriate to say in this context. Yeah, and no, I'll say for work. No, no, you're right. You're right. I thought he left and then came back. No, he didn't. He, when they were being tortured as a group, he came there and then he refused to read her mind. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. But that's the thing. He hasn't proved himself in any way. Other than that, he doesn't want to see one of his friends get tortured, which is a pretty low bar because I don't want to see a random stranger get tortured either. But he did knife Varish. You don't think that... My grandma would knife Varish. <laughs> but he also, like... Your grandma would knife Varish. <laughs> he also... Good thing is my grandma doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> was trying to convince the other cadets mm-hmm. to join them. Yeah, I don't, don't, I don't trust him. I'm not saying I trust him. I just... He's going to be pulled in two different directions. Yeah. What little remains of his loyalty to Violet and his father, the general, who's going to order him to do things. Mm-hmm. I don't trust that he has a strength of will and character to not fold like a house of cards on a windy day. I guess that remains to be seen, right? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. In some ways, I trust Jack more than Dane. Mm. He was at least upfront and honest with what he was doing. Yeah. Dane wasn't. That's true. And Jack has now the opportunity to live again and has something to live for. Mm-hmm. Dane's a little rich boy. Yeah. Who thinks he's entitled to things. And there's nothing I hate more than a liar. Yeah. I dislike people who lie. Like. Makes me so angry. He's, like I said, I don't trust him. I trust two people in this book, exactly. That's Violet and Zayd? Yeah, pretty much. That's it? Literally. Wow. You do have trust issues, don't you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thing is, everybody has something that can be used to break them. Yeah. That's the reality of it. Mm. And... (laughs) Hey. That's just it. I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> Sorry. I know, that's... Cynical fair. strikes again. <laughs> Naive has no comment. <laughs> Do you have any predictions for the second half? 
I honestly have no idea what's going to happen in the second half. I, I hope in not Andorra. Andorna. 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 <laughs> I hope she wakes up. Mm-hmm. I suspect she's going to be super strong. Mm-hmm. Because I can't see her being weak. I do find the fact that the entire, like... Oh, the dreamless sleep. Now, we make our teenage dragons go to sleep for a while because we're just not dealing with their sass. I know. Like, I find that kind of hilarious. But I was also like, mm, can I have a dreamless sleep for a while? Oh, it sounded so relaxing. I know, right? <laughs> sleep for two months. Sign me up. Yeah. Sounds delightful. Mm-hmm. But... It would be, be amazing. I am curious if they're going to have to do something to get her to wake up. I'm assuming they will. Mm-hmm. But I'm... I'm curious about the whole, like, how do dragons dragon? How do dragons dragon? Yes. How much dragon could a dragon... Dragon? If a dragon could dragon dragons? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if a dragon could drag dragons. Um, well, like, their eggshells are metal, which is just fascinating to me. I know. How do they get out of there? Melt. Hmm. Cutting torch. <laughs> Can they melt, though? Like, could Andarna fire before she matured? I think so. Okay. Can't remember. Because her powers were yeah but their flames aren't part of their powers per se at least it's not really been specified with the wavern wyvern wyvern um it has been specified you have your blue flame and your green flame ones but with dragons it's not really been specified that there's any difference in flames or that flames are affected by their powers as far as i know yeah i just don't remember her firing anything yeah me neither so but how else are you gonna get out of a metal shell with your talon oh no she didn't have talons either she didn't have talons she had paws Maybe she had one tooth. <laughs> just went like, <laughs> Isn't there a creature that has that? Or maybe it's a talon. That they break out of there to break out of their shell. Probably. There's a lot of creatures out there. I know. See, the only thing that makes sense to me is that they get out essentially by using their flames like a cutting torch. <laughs> and they get out of their metal shells that way. But, like, there's hatching grounds mm-hmm. that are, like, thermal heated thing like it's just, i'm curious i want to go on a tour of this dragon land <laughs> if only like i know and like i want to go to Basque's war college but i don't do you think you can get across the parapet no or the gauntlet or any of those things absolutely not yeah it seems tough uh i i know now, i'm confident i could survive the torture test though because that seemed pretty weak i think i'm more of a scribe quadrant kind of girl mm. I want a dragon. <laughs> I think I got a good dragon riders. But uh, I like Taryn. Honestly, he's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him that I will swallow him and I will let him digest in my stomach alive. <laughs> and I will spit him out and burn him. <laughs> I'm not telling him any of that. <laughs> I know. He's so, <laughs> it's probably a good thing that they can't actually talk. <laughs> he's so curmudgeonly. I love it. Like, I want him as a dragon. Yeah. He seems fun. And you know that he really cares for Violet. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he's wearing a saddle for her. Yeah. Like, no, I know. He, like, there's a definite bond there for sure, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, like, he cares for her, but he, like, hates everybody else. Yeah. Even Zayn is like, I tolerate you. Yeah. <laughs> Be thankful. And he still calls him wing leader, even though he's a yeah. lieutenant now. <laughs> I did like the fact that he stepped in with the whole commandant overstepping and mm-hmm. being annoyed that uh, Andarna wasn't showing up to flight practice. Yeah. And just like, oh, we're not doing this. Yeah. Just no. I will kill your dragon. Mm-hmm. You either stop or he did. Yep. He's like, still trying to kill the dragon. He's still trying to kill the dragon, which valid. That guy's skeevy as heck. Yep. Yep, yep. So, 
Did we have predictions for the second half? Did we do that already? Well, you asked me, and I said I didn't know. Mm. And then I started yapping again. And then we went off on a tangent, so... I mean, I think they're going to be definitely training for battle. I expect there's going to be a battle at the end, minimum. I don't know that there's going to be the start of the war yet. I'm curious what happens with that book. The Mm -hmm. fact that now they have the... The journal of one of the first six riders. Yeah. And I'm curious if that's going to be enough with the wards. Because mm-hmm. if I was the six riders and I was trying to hide how the wards were made, there'd be a little bit in each of the six. Mm-hmm. No one would have the complete puzzle if you didn't have all six. I'm curious to see if that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Or is it just like recipe one, dragon fire, two, dragon eggs? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know. I want to read that book. Yeah. Well, they were talking, oh, I thought they talked about something that it said somewhere. But, they uh, talked about something that it said somewhere. <laughs> something from the book. Yeah. Somewhere. I can't remember. This, like... Something about Iron Rain. so much going on in this book. It, like, you, part one is a book in itself. It is. 334 pages is mm-hmm. part one. That could be a regular book. Yes. Um, so, oh, yeah. We're lucky. We get two books in one. <laughs> that will have to hold us through for it's the next six months at least. Also very, like, for reading... To hold it. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a beast. Well, I read an ebook copy because mine's not going to be here till Wednesday. Well, then you can wait till Wednesday and read part two. Yeah. I like the fact they've got maps. Yeah. I just like the fact that it's in my hands. <laughs> it's here. Um, You're like three seconds away from dancing. I got the book. I got the book. <laughs> no. You don't have a copy. No, no. I'm like three seconds away from picking it up and hugging it. <laughs> Again. No. I've never like, I don't know. No, that's not true. I have been this way about some books, but... They're just so good. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Like I know. A lot of the things that bug me about, like, regular <laughs> regular books... Like, the some of the romance and other fantasy books where it's like, oh, this is toxic. Mm-hmm. Or world-building holes <laughs> where it's like, you're forgetting some very main, like, rules of the physics of your world that you disregarded three seconds after you said them. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like... It doesn't have that. Yeah. The only thing that annoyed me slightly about this book is that the Commandant reminds me of the Pink Lady from Harry Potter. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, and often when books have so much hype, mm-hmm. they actually aren't that good. No. There yeah. have been times when I'm like, why is this book, why is everybody loving this book? I hate it. Yeah. So. Verity. <laughs> yes, yeah. that one was a bit... Although, I was talking to somebody the other day about Colleen Hoover, and they agreed that Verity was weird, and her other books aren't quite that bad. So maybe we should try again. I think we just find the bad ones. I don't know. Like To know which books you should avoid by every author, tune into the podcast. Yeah. But even, like, Stephen King. I saw a comment the other day, like, somebody was talking about uh, 112263 mm-hmm. and how their favorite book. And then somebody had commented, I think this was his last great book. So I... I think, and we've read his more recent yeah. stuff, I feel like perhaps he's not as good as he once was. I feel like with some of the big name authors, it comes down to the editors. It's just not being able to say, this stinks. Well, Try again. Some of them start their own publication or public, yeah. Some of them start their own publishing companies. And when you're the boss, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> your underlings are the ones that are supposed to keep you to task. Yeah. Uh, that could be issues. But also, like with this, I want the next book tomorrow. There's that constant pressure to 
write the next book, write the mm-hmm. next book, write the next book, even if you're really not feeling it. Yep. So there's, there's going to be duds. Yeah. But some people, it feels a little bit like they just kind of ran out of ideas. Mm-hmm. Like with Holly. Oh, that book was terrible. Like, uh, there's, there's true crime worse than that. That's not even horror. Yeah. Like, it's boring. Well, it was it's boring. Does that count? <laughs> Borer. <laughs> Jess has developed a new genre called Borer. Yes. Um, so far, both Stephen King ones can fit in there. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know, because he's written so many books, and he's had such a long publishing career also, mm-hmm. like over 40 years. Yeah. I think. And so, yeah, I don't know. I My hope is that uh, Rebecca Yaros doesn't flame out in the next three books. Well, that's the thing. I think there's definitely a lot of possibility for this series going forwards. I mean, there's definitely a lot of possibility for the second half of the book that we haven't read yet. Mm-hmm. Because these are thick books. Like, they are long. Mm-hmm. And it still feels like we've barely scratched the surface. Mm-hmm. Like, there's an entire secret archives. There's creatures you've never even heard of. There's how are the mm-hmm. words created. And that's just the stuff we've covered in this book. Yeah. Like... They're very, like actually dense with information mm-hmm. but it's not boring no at no. all that's she presents the thing. it in like, an interesting way and the pacing is like yes like this could be a very dull and boring book with a few like exciting battley things thrown in <laughs> right yeah but it's not you just want to keep going you want to find out what's going to happen what's coming next and putting it down is physically painful yeah partially because your hands hurt <laughs> yes <laughs> but yeah i have absolutely no idea where she's going to go next with this No, but I'm there for it. Absolutely. We are back with part two of Iron Flame. And heads up, I know we say this always, but there's definitely going to be spoilers. So if you haven't read it... Lots of spoilers. Nothing but spoilers. If you haven't haven't read it uh, and you don't want to know what happens, stop now. Like right now. Like immediately. (laughs) So uh, I was reading this book over the weekend. I had about 80 pages left. I watched this video on Instagram. I was telling you this earlier. Those two girls, they were sitting beside each other on a couch. They were both reading the last two chapters. And when I saw their reactions, it just showed their reactions. There was, like, no speaking, no words, nothing. It was just their, like, reactions. And they were, like, they looked devastated. They were crying. Like, just... They were crying? One of them was crying, I'm pretty sure. That's extreme. I cried in fourth wing. When? When Liam died. I was mad. I, I was sad. Anyway... So after I watched that, I was like, I, I don't think I can read these last 80 pages because I don't know what's going to happen. And I am worried about what's going to happen. It was not at all what I thought. I thought for sure, like, Andarno was going to die or... Oh, no, I didn't think Andarno was going to die. Maybe Violet or maybe Zayden. Something bad was going to happen to, like, one yeah, of the main characters. We've got three more books left. Well, I know, but I didn't know. Anyway, it was not at all what I thought. So I was happy about that, sort of. Did I like the ending? Um, I have expected Mira to die. Or at least oh, get injured. Oh, Mira. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. So, this book was a ride. I also saw somebody who read it online said that this book was way too long. What? Too much detail. Uh, Burn them at the stake. It was a real slog to get through it. And I was like, really? Burn them by dragon fire. It did take me, like, a bit to get through it. Like, I didn't read it as quickly as I normally read a book. But... That's not because it was bad or I didn't enjoy it. It no, just took it me... it just kind of felt almost like two books. It's a little dense. Uh, Linda, remove the death threats if you need to. 
And also, like, the book itself, when you're looking at the physical book, it doesn't look like a huge book, but it is over 600 pages. Yeah. Which is, could be, like, two books, really. Like. But it's long. I mean, we, we read part one, then we read part two, so it mm-hmm. kind of was a natural separation. Yeah. So. But. It sort of feels like two books a little bit but at the same time it was not too long you could have tripled the length and i still would be annoyed that it ended (laughs) and uh, you were saying you saw somewhere projected release date for book three was december of 2024 yes that was on goodreads so who knows i don't know if that's accurate or just i don't know that the author has actually said what i do know when i saw an interview with her online um she said that because fourth wing and iron flame came out pretty close together um and she did a lot of press and like the way that it blew up um mm-hmm. has all taken a toll on her body and because of her health issues that the third book will be longer than coming out yeah. than iron flame was so just so be aware of that could be waiting for a while unfortunately sadly on the bright side of visit if it is december 1st christmas presents excellent christmas present idea yes so I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Like, I'm glad Andarna woke up. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad they didn't just skip to, like, I am Mighty Dragon. Mm-hmm. And that they're very much keeping the teenage years. Yeah. Because Taryn trying to get her to stop getting distracted by sheep is hilarious. And I think uh, at one point there was a line. Um, Andarna was in her argument of teenage phase. Um, and if Taryn said that the sky... the grass was green and Darna would smear sheep over it so it was red <laughs> just to prove a point man I love those dragons so much oh they're so fantastic they are the best I want a dragon when I grow up also if you know of any other good dragon books please let us know because I am all about the dragons now Jess is laughing at me but it, like anytime I see a book on the shelf here I'm like is this a dragon is there a dragon in this book should I read this book uh, so if you know of any good dragon books have you at least watched all three How to Train Your Dragons I have not <gasps> what oh you have to they're fantastic maybe I'll do that over my Christmas holidays and it's based on a series and all the books have dragons in them I should read those books I never even thought of that they're really good yeah. Big fan, big fan. Okay. Well, You'll get you what I'm saying about the whole, it's how to train your dragon for adults. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, yeah. And the good news is, there's how to train your dragon one, how to train your dragon two, how to train, train your dragon three, and then there's the dragon riders of Burke, the defenders of Burke, and edge of something. Okay. So only... there's a bunch of mini series in between. There's oh. never ending. Only Plus, two there's weeks. a short hol- holiday, uh. How to Train a Dragon, where there's baby dragons. I only have two weeks of vacation. I don't have time for all those dragons. Baby dragons, Janine. Okay. okay. They're adorable. I will look up the baby dragons. Good. Um, but that's what I picture. This is the dragons from How to Train Your Dragon when I read this, which I know they look nothing alike, but... I don't. In my head, enough. In my head, they're like those cartoony dragons. <laughs> no, in my head, they're like a full, like... Um, I know. I know they're nothing like that. Like really. your standard fantasy, like teeny eyes, big teeth. Yeah. <laughs> but I just cannot wait for the TV series to come out just to see what they do with this because. On the one hand, yeah. On the other hand, no, because I like it enough that I'm like, don't ruin it, don't ruin it, don't ruin it. <laughs> on the other hand, there's True. more. But Rebecca Yaros is going to be involved, so I think that will side. help. Yeah, I don't know how to put into words what I feel about this book. Do you know what I mean? It's one of those where I'm like, I'm annoyed at how it ended. <laughs> I want more of it. Yeah. I'm annoyed that I have to wait at least a year. 
And I don't know. It's just... Yeah, I know. I kind of feel like going back and reading Fourth Wing again. Not going to lie. I know. And I think part of it is it's such a long book. There's so much happening. Mm -hmm. It's hard to, like... We could talk for hours Yeah. about what happened in this book. For Easily. sure. For Easily. sure. So, yeah. So, if you go online, there's a lot of, like, spoilers and videos and theories and whatever. So, I tried really hard not to look at any of that till I was done. I didn't. Then, oh. I'm very good at avoiding those things. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look at any till I was done, but then I did look at a few. So, one thing that I thought was really interesting. So, in the end, Jack Bar- Barrow... Barrow or Barlow? Jack Barlow was turned into a Venon. Mm-hmm. And also, sadly, Satan. Which I... I don't want to talk about that, Janine. It makes me mad. Okay, we don't have to talk about it. But I no, we do. That's just wanted to bring it up because I saw this theory online. Somebody suggested that perhaps the reason why so many dragons are not bonding with new riders is because their previous riders are not actually dead, but have been turned into venom. Oh. And so they can't bond because they still, their riders are still alive. Interesting. And I thought that was really interesting. And so... Oh dear, now we've opened up that train of thought. That's, that's the only reason I bring it up. Um, Wouldn't that be fascinating? Yes, it would be. Rebecca, please add that. <laughs> and, like, that I... That would be... Wow. Yeah. I know. You, uh, you... Oh, now my brain's going. That's exactly how I was when I mm. read that yesterday. And I don't know who said it. I was... Somebody else was talking about... I saw... I heard this on this podcast, and I'm sharing what this podcast said, so it was yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. So I don't know where Telephone. it came from. So whoever came up with that theory, I mean, yeah. You've just made this next year innumerably worse. <laughs> but uh, I just thought that was really interesting, because, because when Jack was was there his dragon was still with him yeah and he was actually controlling his dragon mm-hmm. so it actually makes a lot of sense that that could be what's happening my question is wouldn't the other dragons know and if they did know how would they know well dragons can communicate with each other yeah, but they don't have to they don't have to so maybe they're not but given the amount of years this would be going on i would assume one of them let it slip but then again, the dragons also don't tell their riders everything, so the dragons might know and then just go, yeah, this is an information I'll need to know basis I need to know, and you don't. Yep, exactly. So, it's very possible that that could be what mm-hmm. happens. I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean it, but... Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. The thing that also got me, a slight change of topic, that I'm kind of kicking myself for not realizing, is the fact that Zayden has two powers. How would you realize that? Because it was obvious! They They hinted at it like five times well i totally missed it also they've said repeatedly that if they bond another person from the same bloodline they get two powers or they go nuts and zayden is not nuts yeah that's true probably i forgot that he was bonded with somebody from his bloodline though that's the thing there's so 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 much information Mm -hmm. that it's just over my head but I'm so annoyed at myself for not picking up on that. There was also a lot of um, stuff out there about Violet having another signet power as well. Well, she should have at least two. But so far, she's only manifested one. Yeah, but Andara's young. I know, but I'm just saying. The fact that Andara's camouflage dragon. So cool! I know! I'm so excited! 
She's the yeah. fact that she waited like six hundred and fifty years to hatch and like I know. timed it so that she could bond Violet. I'm like ah! I know, I know. I love these dragons, they're so like, cool. It is mm, it's so good. <laughs> Honestly, Andarn is great. Uh, the teenage years, I'm here for, honestly. They are <laughs> hilarious. Yes, but you're not also living through actual teenage years with a real-life no, human teenager. That's why I can enjoy mm-hmm. it. Because I'm not going, ah, yes, that's child number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yep. Yeah. But the fact that she's just like, I can hide. Yeah. No, I can hide. Yeah. Like, I can hide? Yeah. I know, and they totally... And they're like, I... yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. Go hide then. I know. Where'd you go? <laughs> also, um, like, I don't know, when Violet seems to get on a thing and she doesn't tell anybody, but they all just follow along with her because yeah. they're like, we know she's got something. Squuggles. We can tell what she's she's got something going on there by the look on her face. Like, I don't know who you're killing, but I'm bringing the shovel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Honestly, That's though, I best. like the fact that throughout, like, considering that at the beginning, first years were very cutthroat. Mm-hmm. Jack more than anybody else, obviously. But Not all of them were. They're all very much like extent. my way or the highway, you know, I will cut you rather than help you kind of thing. The fact that they have such a like tight knit group of friends after that. Mm-hmm. And honestly, when Sawyer came this close to dying, I'm no, like, you I will know. not do this to me again. I know. We cannot kill the core four. Nope. Do not. I will not accept that. Do not kill the core four. Like that. Mm. Yeah. Nope. But. No, the fact that they're just like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Who are we killing this time? Cool. We're, Hi. We're along for the ride. No. Yeah, I know. No, I, I like that because at this point, I trust them more than I did at the end of the second book. Yeah. At the end of the second book? Or at the end of the first book. <laughs> the, the second part of the first book. First book of the second part. <laughs> it makes sense to absolutely no one. It's Monday morning and I've had caffeine. Um <laughs> Actually, it's afternoon. I was going to say, it's actually Monday <laughs> afternoon. It's not morning anymore. Yeah. Um, no, I, I trust them a little bit more than I did at the end of the first book. Mm-hmm. Still not 100% because I'm still me, but more. Hmm. However, let's talk Violet and the ward. Mm-hmm. Seriously? See how blood on hands is going to work? I don't know. They said that and they did that. I'm like... Oh, really? You thought that was going to work? That's adorable. Clearly it wasn't going to work. If it was that simple, we'd have them all up. <laughs> Come on. I was a little bit just like, serious. <laughs> well, you obviously know more about how these things work than I do because I... Yeah, didn't... it's never that simple. Wow. If she it was that to... simple, it wouldn't be 600 years before somebody figured it out again. But she had to translate the uh, book. Yeah, but there's other people. Like, it's it's not a... Rosetta Stone kind of language. Like, I mean the actual Rosetta Stone, not the program. <laughs> it's not where it's like, oh, we, we've only recently discovered this tablet that allows us to translate. No, this is a language that's still known and spoken in the last 600 years by various multiple people. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I would assume that given the fact they had the texts in a library, yes, it was in the king's special room, which, yeah, I want one. Um, <laughs> you I, have one. It's called your office. No, I want my secret library. No, that's guarded, hidden, and you know has one of those spinny wall things where you turn around in and you I'm just show up on the other end. That would be so cool. And that's the only way to get into my office. So every time somebody has to ask me a question, it's very dramatic. Like, good evening, Mister Bond. <laughs> I'd also have to get a cat because obviously. Well, then I can never come in your office. My plan is working, Mister Bond. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry. Ouch. Uh, um, no, because, like, this this is not a text they found, like, in a cave somewhere. They've had it. They've had people that can read it. They've had people that have tried to translate. I have to assume that they've tested it. Because why would you not? Why would they need to, though? Because they thought everything was warded already. Increased territory. Hmm. Why would you well, not increase territory? I think, though, like, where it was hidden in the king's special room, mm-hmm. and, like, that area was all warded, right? So they probably thought they were fine. We don't need to know how to do this. Nah. Why not? Because the chief aims of most kingdoms, especially if you have dragons, is to increase territory. Look at it. Yeah, you have your wards on that protects, I think, it's three to four hours out from its location. But then they have outposts to increase that. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go through the effort of having outposts to increase your locations and landmass, if you have the ability to make ward stones, why would you not? Why um, would you not then at each of those outposts have a ward stone that then extends your territory and is more defensible? Because the outposts fall, I don't want to say on a regular basis, <laughs> they are more vulnerable to attack right. than the actual ward stone itself. My general feeling, though, is that... At this point, they, the head guys and girls, know what's out there, and they're trying to protect themselves. Yeah. Right? And so they're like, we're behind the wards. We don't need... Have a spare ward stone. I'm just saying. See, I'm... They're probably thinking, we're safe. We have what we need. We don't, like, why... My assumption is that if it wasn't this kingdom and these current rulers, it would be the people that before them, that somebody will have tested that, and that having the most six powerful riders cut their hands and put it on a stone is pretty basic. Like, it's kind of like the second thing I'd try. First thing I'd try is turn it off and turn it back on again. <laughs> Can't turn off a stone. I don't know, Jack did it. <laughs> but uh, but also, she's only a second-year cadet. Mm-hmm. You have to keep in mind the character. She, she is smart, but yeah. she's not, like... I do like the fact she's still figuring stuff out. And the fact that she didn't figure it out all by herself. Mm-hmm. It took Dane and... Jacinia? Jacinia. I keep thinking Yasna, but that's wrong. Wrong series. Sorry, momentary aside. I was trying to think of Stormlight Archives has any dragons in it, and they don't. They've got chasm fiends. Those are cool. <laughs> You'd enjoy it. They go on forever. Um, <sighs> sorry, caffeine is... Squirrel. Horrible thing. Nope, we're not going down that bunny track. Um, anyway... I do like the fact that she had... She didn't do it all by herself. It wasn't like the Harry Potter syndrome. Mm-hmm. I know Harry Potter doesn't do it all by himself, but mm-hmm. it's like, the child that will save us, you! You know, we adults couldn't possibly fight him. He doesn't have a nose. How hard could he be? Because <laughs> he's creepy. Yeah. So? He looks gross. I wouldn't want to look at him either. If your arch nemesis is a child, you're kind of sad. <laughs> you know. Anyway, <laughs> we're not yes. talking Harry Potter. My arch nemesis is a child and she's six. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that's Ooh. just your child. She lives in my house. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. She's great. Um, and I do like the fact, sorry, that they didn't get it 100%. Mm-hmm. And the fact like not that, everything works out perfectly the first time. Yeah. It wasn't that, like, manifest destiny kind of yeah. nonsense, because that stuff is aggravating. This is definitely not a happily ever after type of book. No, if it was, he wouldn't be a venom. I mean, he could still not be a venom and it still wouldn't be happily ever after. No, 
But the Venon thing makes it significantly more difficult. I know. I have so many questions about that. Like, can he be cured? And can they, is he going to, like, change? And is he going to, uh, this is too much. I assume he's going to become more Venonly. <laughs> Venonly. Like, well, how's that going to affect our relationship? Well, I'm assuming it's going to be difficult. Uh, my question is, Venon control the Wyvern. Yeah. Can Venon control other Venon? Is he now open to manipulation? Oh, I don't know. Because it seemed like there might be the possibility. And also, like, like I know they talked about, or they was a bit about how, like, leading up to him becoming a Venon, but how did that actually, like, why did he become a Venon? How did that actually... The dude turned him. I know, but... You, you want to know the details of how you become a Venon? No, no, not necessarily. No? Why did he have to become a Venon? Because if you see your greatest foe and you have the opportunity to turn him into a Venon, why wouldn't you? Why couldn't he have just killed him? Why didn't he kill the Venon? Because there's more power in turning him? Spies, Janine, spies. No, but why didn't Zayden kill the Venon? Oh, he was giving it his best. <laughs> but then the, ven- the Venon also said to him something about turning for true love. Mm-hmm. So, like, was it a choice that he did that to save Violet? The way I read it was the Venon had him dead to rights. Basically, Zayden had the option of he dies, and therefore Violet dies, or he lets the Venon turn him, and Violet doesn't die. Hmm. Because you got to remember, they're linked. Mm-hmm. So if Zayden no, dies, Violet dies. So, I mean, at one point, Violet felt like he was quite close to death. So... But was Sigale not with Zayden, and couldn't Sigale have chomped the Venon? I don't think she was there at the time. Was she not there? I don't think so. Okay. I don't remember her being there. I don't like. I just felt like that part. Like, we could use more details. Could maybe yeah. an entire new another book. Yeah, another yeah. book would be good. Part three. Rebecca Yaros. Let's uh... up to it. Don't hop. No, don't hurt yourself either. Just, just sit to it. Just like you can sit in a comfortable chair. Yes. So it's not going to take a lot of energy. Just your fingers. Get some coffee. Yeah. Snacks, sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I should have lunch. Sorry. One thing that keeps coming up with this. I read a book at one point. Had a dragon in it. And it was just, like, a village dragon. Big, fearsome, scary, like, a full dragon, not one of these, like, toothless kind of dragons. But one of its things that it did to make money was it toasted cheese for people. (laughs) And it sold, like, toasted cheese. And that just sounds like the best thing ever right now, honestly. But why does a dragon need money? I don't know if it was money or food or something like that. It it traded it for something anyway. Oh. Well, why didn't it just eat the cheese? It's a lot of holes in your story, Jess. I read this book about 15 years ago. <laughs> Put it this way. You're looking for dragon books. I'll see if I can dig that one up. Okay. It was a good book. I just remember that that cheese sounded fantastic. Anyway, no longer talking about food. So, yes. How do we feel about General Sorengale dying? I'm cool with it. Are you? Yes. I am quite happy with that character arc, actually. Yeah. I think, I think it is a good way of kind of ending that character because one of the things i really didn't want was the like if this is going on for five books i did not want the constant back and forth of siblings on one side mother on the other Mm -hmm. and that constant like tug of war i think we can better you know add another golden dragon in there somewhere we can use that (laughs) well i would have liked for them to like repair their relationship i don't think that was ever gonna happen no no she made her choices the kids had to live with them there's a lot of history there. And she lied to them mm-hmm. their entire life. She got Brennan killed. Almost. Killed. 
killed. <laughs> Nobody um, can see that. <laughs> yeah. Air quote killed. Um, she almost got Violet unquote killed. Um, Mira goodness knows how many times. Mm-hmm. There is a point where how many times can your mother almost kill you before you go, you were not doing this? Yeah. And she but, did force Violet into the rider's quadrant. Yeah. Which, which I still agree with as a move. Yeah. As a parent, I would still do that. Um, it was obviously the right thing to do, but I don't know if as a parent I would have seen an, seen enough to have made that choice. Like, how did she know that Violet was going to turn into... You have to hope and pray. It's, it's her best option. Yeah. As a scribe, she has information that would get her killed. And it's Violet. She'll poke her nose in. Guaranteed. <laughs> you want that option, where basically you're setting up your child to be the best hostage ever, or do you push her into a... A school where she has a possibility of dying, but if she can make it through, she has a dragon. Or two. Or two. And learns yeah. how to defend herself. Yeah. And while, yes, she may be put in dangerous situations, at least she's not being set up to be the victim. True. So, that being said, I do commend General Sorengill for her actions at the end, where she used Sloane as a siphon and yeah. imbued the stone. I almost Much better. Much better option. I almost felt a little sad at that part. I wouldn't say sad so much as, ah, oh, you did what's right. Good. Well, May your death be peaceful. Move on. Now they've lost both their parents. They're orphans. <laughs> yeah. They'll be fine. Not saying they're not going to be fine. They're badasses. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, their parents are never really super parental. It sounds like the, their father was their a lot more was, so. I think, but... Um, but even that, mainly to Violet. I don't know... How much with Mira and Brennan? Well, we don't know that because we don't hear anything from their perspective, really. No. I wouldn't mind if that changes, actually. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Yeah. No, it's... I'm fine with how she died. Yeah. I'm kind of glad that there's just an end to that part of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Rather than dragging it on. drag it out for three more books. Yeah. Yeah, no, I do agree with that. Because there's a point where... I don't want to say it's unforgivable, but you're not exactly sitting down having family dinner after that. No. Like... That's true. Especially considering the general, by all accounts, did not regret what she did at all. No. She's like, yeah, I kept secrets. I was, that almost killed you. I'd do it again. Well, it's probably part of her job, too, though, right? Yeah, that, too. So. I will say, I'm glad Violet got over the whole secrets thing. Yes. I really couldn't take that dragging on any longer. Oh, I know. Like, don't get me wrong. I get it. I get it from her point of view. I get it from his point of view. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad we left that in the first half. I like that by the end they were starting to, like, solve their problems like adults mm-hmm. more than... I mean, I would argue they're doing a relatively good job. They're young. Yeah. There's, I don't think, a single moment in this book where there's not adrenaline. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not... I hate the Disneyifying of characters where they all live happily ever after. <laughs> Especially when it's a series where they clearly shouldn't be living happily ever after. Or there's, like, huge toxic issues where it's like, no. <laughs> the relationships in this book are actually handled in a more mature manner. Do they get it right every time? No. They're still characters. They're still infallible. They're still people. But it's not as cringy <laughs> to read as yeah. some of them. Because there's some where it's just like, break up now, please. Because, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we run out of things. Oh, there's lots of things, but I 
I mean, we've got more Andarna to talk about. Oh, I love she's her. She's so cute. She's, she's the best. I'm a little bit disappointed she's not going to be able to carry a rider. I really hope that changes. Yeah. Because, like, she's training and whatnot. And still growing. Mm-hmm. And I get that you can't fix what's not there. But I really, really hope she can carry a rider at some point. Although the fact they still have a harness for her is hilarious and adorable. It's cute. Like, yeah. Honestly, I kind of want this to be made into a TV show just for the dragons. I know. Like, I want to see what they look like. Just and Darna snarking off Taryn. Yeah. And just like arguing and then cheap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do like the fact, the weird thing. I do like the fact that after the influx of riders and whatnot, Brennan's like having meetings about we need to increase the sheep population. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And more than like practical day-to-day things. Yeah. As opposed to just the, like, we must fight the evil. Yes. No, it's like, no, we need sheep. Like, <laughs> now. <laughs> I don't care for the Griffins and their riders, though. Really? Yeah. I like I'm not a fan. I don't like Kat. Oh. Um, she's growing on me a little bit. A little bit like Imogen in the first one, where no. it's kind of, <laughs> you're evil, but I like you. Mm-hmm. She's not at that. She's still very much the, like, I will stab you with the back. Mm-hmm. But she's getting less mean girls. <laughs> Is she, though? I don't know. Put it this way. There's a time or two where she follows Violet without arguing with her, and I'm like, we're making progress. <laughs> but, well, I do like the Griffins. I'm a little bit peeved that in the final battle of the book that they're not just let loose because they were very much acting in a, like, support and ground role. Mm-hmm. And... Well, they couldn't fly because of the rain. Yeah, that Violet's mom summoned so that Violet had a better chance. There's a point where I'm like, have you made the right decision there? Because you're banking everything on one person. Mm -hmm. That can only be in one place at a time. Versus how many griffins did they have? I don't know. A fair amount, anyway. Mm -hmm. You could have had more of a light drizzle or, hey, just cloud cover. Didn't say it had to be rain. And have griffins flying instead. Griffins, that I might add, had more experience fighting Wavern and Venon than... Yeah, that's true. ...the dragon riders did. Because mm-hmm. half of those dragon riders hadn't even ever seen one before. Yeah. Never Probably mind more than half. ...actually fought one. Yeah. That's Why true. would you not have the Griffins? Mm-hmm. Like... That's true. That was a bad call. Mm-hmm. But I do like the fact that they're there. I do like the fact that it wasn't just like, oh, friends, <laughs> because, you know, you've been fighting each other for how long? <laughs> it's not just going to be like, here's the s'more. Great. Get with the food. Um, <laughs> get this girl a snack. Stat. I want a sandwich. Um, sorry. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. I like the fact that they're, they're not just like best friends instantly. Mm-hmm. But I do like the fact, too, that it's not just antagonism across the board. Mm-hmm. Like, it's more of a... Cat's antagonistic, obviously. Um, but Marna? Is it Marna? Oh, um... There's one of them anyway that's... Marin. Marin, Marin, right? Um, that saw Violet save Luella? I think it's Luella, the one that bakes cakes. Um... Really need a snack. Um, she likes Violet. They get along quite well. I like the fact that it's not just them versus us. Mm-hmm. 
because there's only so much of that you can take in one book. Yeah. And it starts to feel a bit more like, are you guys really the good guys if you can't get along with anyone? Yeah. Even ones you only have mild disagreements with? So, no, I think it's... They, she handled that part of it quite well. Yeah. So. That is true. I don't really like that Violet feels like she has to take responsibility for everything that goes wrong. Yeah, there like is it's a point not with that. It's all about you. You're not responsible for everything. Mm-hmm. Put your ego down for a minute because yeah. not everything is your fault. Mm-hmm. Some of it is. That, not all of it. That part is getting a little tiring for me. Like, and I think Zayden did get through to her at the end where it's like, it's not all your fault. Come mm-hmm. on, chill out. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping there'll be a little less of that in the third book. It wasn't, like, overwhelmingly. Like, there's some where it's like, oh, dear, I can't function because it's all my fault. <laughs> or it's like, seriously? The ego on that person. <laughs> so annoying. Yeah. It's not that. It's not that. No, it's, it's just, not, but it's still, like, that wasn't your fault. That wasn't your fault. Stop taking responsibility for things that aren't your fault. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But the Griffin thing, that is your fault. I'm blaming her for the Griffins. She could have told her mother to put away the clouds. Yeah, that's... She could have. Yeah. I will say I'm a little bit unimpressed with the uh, battle commanders for the actual army. Like, really? They're sitting at the border waiting for you. And that's just all they're doing. They're sitting there. Did you not think, just for a second, that maybe what you think is going to happen is not going to happen? The whole, like, counting on the solstice and the one guy who foretells the future. Yeah. Rather than relying on battle strategies just because one guy said so. Yeah. Really? And he can't always tell the future if the rebels are there. It's a really good book. I'm really looking forward to the next ones, and I kind of want to go back and read the next, the, the previous one, honestly. I know. I do, too. I hope I get it for Christmas. <laughs> Did you not buy it for yourself for Christmas? No. Mm. But yeah, I, yeah, it's hard to put into words. There's so much in this book that it's hard to pick one thing like yeah there wasn't a character i hated like in the first half i'm like yeah no the varish yes the doris what's her face dude dolores umbridge dolores umbridge i'm sorry he reminds me of dolores umbridge i can't help it he's in pink robes in my mind i'm looking fabulous um fabulous he's just there Uh, i like the fact he's pretty much gone in the second and that they take care of that creepy orange dragon of his that thing can go nope yeah that thing is dragon need not apply yeah i don't like the fact andarna had to kill him like poor andarna i think she survived yes but now she has to deal with the fact she killed another dragon and even taryn said that that weighs on the dragon yeah like poor andarna <laughs> they're there <laughs> I'm sure she'll be fine. She'll get a sheep and she'll be good. <laughs> no. Um, Maybe a flock of sheep. No, a flock of sheep, yeah. Or two. Mm-hmm. Or three. She's a growing dragon after all. Yes, exactly. I want to know more about her powers, though. I know. I want to know more about all of their powers. Because we haven't actually gotten a whole lot of information about the dragons themselves. Mm-hmm. And I could use more. <laughs> like, Well, we hopefully have three more books to go. We know the gold dragons are hatchlings. Cool. Do... I don't remember. I need to go back. I need to read them all again. Is there any ability that comes with color? Hmm. You know where you can find that information? 
the nerd website? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I discovered an awesome nerd website. It is empyreanwriters.com. All the information you could possibly want on these books are there. Yeah, I'm going to have to go there. Because that's the thing. Antarctica can hide. Mm -hmm. She can camouflage. Surely she's not the only dragon that has that. Has some kind of ability. But she's a special seventh dragon. Yeah. So maybe she is. It'd be kind of mean to go like, here's the six of you. Oh, and special one. You're my favorite. Well. Like, that'd be mean. (laughs) So? Well, I'm just saying. Mean things happen in life, you know. Yeah, but it makes me think that there's more powers to the dragons that we don't know about. And I want to know what Violet's second power is going to be. Mm-hmm. I kind of hope it's something camouflage-related. Because they're kind of building her and Zayden as like an espionage team at this point. Espionage team. Am I wrong? Yes. How so? He's a Venon now. He can't, es- <laughs> he can't, he can't espionage as a Venon. Hear, hear me out. Okay. He's got shadow, she's got lightning. Yeah. He can read intention. If she can camouflage enemy territory, he looks like a venom. Okay. I think there's possibility there. I would write it down, but we don't know when this book is coming out. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we're not going to remember it. We're going to have lost a page by then. Yep. We'll probably have a whole new notebook by that time. Fine. What do you think her second power is going to be? I have no idea. Take a guess, Janine. I can't think. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Because there's a part of me that goes, is it going to be something that complements lightning? Like mm-hmm. slowing down time. But she can't. She lost that power. Exactly. And I'm kind of like, we've been there, we've done that. The fact that she's actually learning how to control her strikes now, I'm like, thank goodness. I know. The fact that, was it Felix? Something like sure. that. The teacher, anyway. It's just like, seriously? They're just like, as many strikes as you can, no matter what you hit. What? Yeah. Like... I know. It does kind of make you question the teaching methods at the college, because... Well... I mean, part of that was Carr. He's corrupt and Yeah, well, not it's good. not the teaching methods. It's the teachers themselves that were the issue, I think. But so that part kind of just abused <laughs> me a little bit, because, you yeah, know, valid. She's got a lot of power. She just doesn't know how to use it. Mm-hmm. Or use it in an effective manner. Yeah. So not just you have a power, there you go teach you how to use a little bit you'll figure out the rest on your own you'll be fine you know they are still continuing teaching and they're still continuing like even with the mass exodus of half of the cadets from the war college they're still teaching at the place (laughs) that i don't remember the name of which place the rebel camp oh it's uh atria archia something something like that yeah anywho they're still teaching, though. Mm-hmm. They're not just like, well, you're in a war now. Mm-hmm. Never mind the fact that half of you can't even get on dragons, you know. Mm. But I'm glad they're doing, actually doing that and continuing with that. But mm-hmm. that and the fact that there's not too much Brennan in the book. You don't like Brennan? I like Brennan just fine. But sometimes when there's like, the long lost sibling returns or, you know, I thought you were dead. No, I'm not. Okay. Um, <laughs> sometimes they tend to go too far in the opposite direction mm. where they become quite Dane-like, where no, I can't lose you again or, like, they have to do everything together to the point where it's like, seriously stop it, this is annoying they're both kind of like, no, you got stuff to do I got stuff to do, okay, move on mm-hmm. that and the fact Brennan's just like hi mom by the way, I'm alive <laughs> and I'm fighting against you <laughs> no, we won't help you, bye 
But also, Dane has redeemed himself, I feel like. I like him much better now. Yeah. I don't totally trust him yet. Yeah. I don't know that I ever will. No. But he's less rule-following now. He chose correctly. He chose correctly, yes. Because that was one of the things where I'm like, his dad's a creep. Yeah. Don't go with your dad. Yeah. So, no. Everybody should read this book. These books. Both books. Yeah. They're wonderful. You have to read Fourth Wing first. Yes. Yeah, don't read Iron Flame first. You'll be lost. Yeah. Very lost. Mm-hmm. Oh. Any fun facts, Janine? Yes. For today's fun facts, we are going to talk about the non-dragon creatures in the Iron Flame and Fourth Wing books. Uh, so, today we're going to start off by talking about wyvern. Wyverns, often considered creatures of folklore, fables of the barren, turned out to be very real indeed. Similar to dragons, but larger, wyverns are distinguished by their two-legged form as opposed to the four-legged dragons. They possess a mane of razor-sharp feathers running down their necks and, alarmingly, they have a predilection for human flesh. I didn't realize they had feathers. Yeah. Wyvern are gray. They have two legs and poison-barbed tails. They spit blue flames. The key difference has been that a wyvern has two legs, whereas a dragon has four. Okay, I said that already three times. Wyvern can exist because venom can channel power into them, unlike dragons who channel power into the riders instead. And wyvern have two legs instead of four. (laughs) In the event of their rider's death, a wyvern will also perish, which is a stark contrast to dragons who are capable of living on after their riders pass away. If their rider is killed, they too die. I'm trying to turn the page quietly, but I just can't do it. So. Venin. In the captivating universe of Fourth Wing, the term venin is often associated with folklore and myth. However, as the narrative unfolds, it becomes evident that these creatures are as real as the dragons and griffins that inhabit the world. Venin are unique in their ability to draw power from the ground, a stark contrast to the traditional bond between a dragon or griffin and their rider. This divergence in power source has profound implications, leading to a loss of soul and a corruption of blood. The Fables of the Baron, a collection of ancient and now forbidden tales, suggests that venons are responsible for the creation of wyverns, a formidable species designed to rival dragons. The physical manifestation of a venon is as haunting as their lore. Their faces are gaunt, marked by sharp cheekbones and thin lips. Their eyes, a striking bright red, bright red are surrounded by distended red veins that spider across their skin creating a chilling and unforgettable visage their hands gnarled by the power they wield are a testament to their unnatural existence they are often seen wearing purple robes a color traditionally associated with power ambition and mystery Venon are formidable adversaries, but their power has its limitations. Upon crossing into Navarre, they become powerless due to the wards that make all other magic but their own impossible. These wards, a protective magical barrier, are designed to neutralize the threat posed by Venon and other magical entities. The material used to power these wards is the only known substance capable of killing a Venon, making it a crucial element in the defense against these creatures. Despite their formidable abilities, their weakness provides a glimmer of hope for those who stand against them. And finally, griffins. Griffins are half-lion, half-mount creatures with dark brown feathers. They are all about the beak and claws. (laughs) Griffins, just like dragons, can also channel powers. Griffins' humans are called flyers and they wear brown leathers. 
Griffins are not very strong at high altitudes. Unlike dragons, however, griffins can't power the wards that make all other magic but their own impossible. The first known griffin attack occurred in 1 AU, or after unification. See, so. I'm curious. I want to know more about the griffins. Because if they can channel power, I just need to know more. Well, you'll have to ask ImperianRiders.com, which is where I got all of that information. <laughs> uh, perhaps it will come out in later books also. I, I would assume so, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to find something here. Well, I had a thought about venom and dragons in the theory. I mean, there was a comment on the purple robes. Nobody ever goes pink as an evil color, except for Doris, Dolores Umbridge. <laughs> I don't remember. What was I going to say? I don't know. It was you... probably nonsense. <laughs> Were you going to talk about how wyvern have two legs and dragons have four? <laughs> ah, here we go. Wyvern can exist because men can channel their power into them, unlike dragons who channel power into the riders instead. The theory of the dragons not bonding because their riders are being turned into venom. Would that then mean that the dragons are powering the riders slash venom who are then powering the wyverns? Waverns? Wyverns? I don't know if... Because it seems like the venom have their own power, right? Seems like it. Or are they just drawing on their corrupted dragons instead? I don't think the dragons are corrupted, though. The corrupted power from the dragons. Like, I think... Jack is was controlling his dragon. I mm-hmm. don't think the dragon was necessarily corrupt. I wonder if that bond just hasn't been broken, right? Yeah. So I don't know that the power is coming from the dragon so much as the dragon still feels this bond towards this non-person <laughs> and therefore can't bond with anybody else until that person is actually dead. Yeah, but for the I don't know. theory to stand, I'd argue that the dragon has to be culpable in it somehow and be involved somehow why because if i was a dragon and the dude bonded to me started you know making wyvern and things that are threatening my species in our nesting grounds or hatching grounds i would be telling somebody like i don't care how loyal i am nope (laughs) unless the venom is controlling the dragon's mind possibly I don't know. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I'm not good at that, Janine. I'm terrible at waiting. There's a reason why I will often wait until an entire series is out and then read it one fell swoop, because I am terrible at waiting. I have zero patience. Christmas is hell. Well, I guess we shouldn't have read these books then, should we have? (laughs) You're right. We did it to ourselves. (laughs) You did it to yourself. Yeah, I did. I was going to read them anyways. Yeah. I'm really glad I read them. They're really good. Yeah. Now I want three, four, and five tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so impatient. (laughs) No, I think there's a lot of information that we still need in terms of the... um, Everything. Everything. Frankly, everything. (laughs) We know, like, a fraction. Yeah. If this was the world that we currently live in, we'd know about Manitoba and the creatures in Manitoba. We wouldn't know anything about cassowaries or quokkas or caimans or anything else but we would have polar bears and beluga whales and narwhals yeah yeah but we wouldn't have cassowaries <laughs> or quokkas or kangaroos no anyway my point is still that the the world view is incredibly narrow right now yeah so i'm curious to see what we all discover because there's two like is there people living in the venom lands is everybody dead is it just kind of 
close to the borders of Navarre? Is there a different continent where they're, you know, they're fine. And they're just like, <laughs> you guys have dragons, weirdos. <laughs> we have cassowaries. <laughs> just Australia. <laughs> There's Navarre and dragons and Australia. They're the normal Australia. ones in this situation. <laughs> mm, yeah. I would suspect that it's just Venon and Wyvern. Probably, yeah. One thing that I found quite amusing in some ways is when one of the griffin writers was talking about how they um, select their griffins or griffins select them, whatever. And they jump off a cliff. Yeah, they jump off a cliff and they have to land, know, land on a griffin. And like, oh, so the bodies just wash up on shore and they're like, no, we swim to the shore and we then join the infantry, you weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know. Yeah, yeah, no, that does put in perspective how weird it is that you kill off 95% of your candidates. Like, mm-hmm. that's just odd. There's such a stark contrast between the griffins and the dragons, like... Yeah. And their riders or flyers or whatever. Like, yeah, I know. I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just like, just, okay, yep, yeah, no, you got a point there. <laughs> yeah. But it makes sense, though, like... Why the dragon riders are so like defensive and yeah, like, uptight. Yes, we've been fighting for our lives literally since we got here. Yeah, you know, it's and not- the griffin riders are like, no, we just swim to shore. <laughs> yeah, we're we'll fine. Join another another contingent. No, it's but that's the thing. It's interesting learning about the different um, um, societies mm-hmm. within a fantasy world because some of them are crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think we can really make any predictions about the next book because we don't have any information or a release date or anything else, much to my uh, much to my disappointment. I just... Is Zayden going to have to go live with the Venom people now? I hope not. I hope he uses it to infiltrate and take him down from the he inside. uses his Venom powers for good instead of evil. Yes. And also get some eye drops because it seems very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not just the eyes, though. Honestly, the, when they talk about the eyes, I'm like, oh, I can feel that. It feels like contacts that have been in too long. I know. I think there's, like, a drawing on the website. Mm-hmm. It's pretty creepy looking. On the one hand, yeah. On the other hand, no. Because the red eye thing, I kind of feel like, it's just like, dude, do you have pink eye? Have you gotten that checked out? <laughs> yes, I do have pink eye. Yes, I did get it checked. <laughs> Janine's a venom. Ah! <laughs> oh, my secret's out. Can I ever ride on your wyvern? <laughs> no, you can't. Um, I, I find it creepier when they do like the white eyes. Mm-hmm. The black eyes, I'm kind of like seriously. It's kind of basic. But red is also. Well, one of the things on the the website was if they have like just a little bit of red around their eyes, they're like the lowest level. Mm-hmm. More red is kind of like your kernels and whatnot, and then. If their eyes are completely red, it's the generals. Oh. I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Interesting. But that's the thing, too. Zayden, the one that got him, was a general. Mm-hmm. So, does it go higher up? What's their command structure like? Is there a school? I'm curious. There Very has curious. to be a school, right? There must be. Because they got to teach him how to Venonize. make wyvern. Yeah. What are the wyvern made out of? Because the venon make the wyvern, right? Well, that's the thing, too. Like, they had the stone that when... Violet zappity doo dud them at the. Oh yeah, they had like a the stone inside their their heart or their stomach or yeah. inside them anyway. When she zapped them, that just became kind of gray and lifeless. Whereas the one that they ran into the not fully functioning wards, 
that was black and like hummed. So are they hatched and then corrupted by this? Do they manifest from the stone? Because if that was the case, you'd think they'd go around the battlefield, you know, collecting. <laughs> well, because a venom can have multiple wyvern. Yeah. Right? But a rider doesn't normally have multiple dragons. Not normally. So. Like, there has to be something to create and tie them. So is it, like, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking Mistborn now, but, like, giving them the stone or whatever. Does that turn wyvern into something that's controlled by the venom? Are wyvern actually perfectly docile creatures? <laughs> Until they're, you know, overtaken by an evil overlord, like, are they born evil and you have to, like, you know, code them to control them? So many questions. I know I have so many questions. Anyway, we should stop because if we just keep going with all the questions we, we have, this is never going hours. to end. I mean, everybody needs to read this book. It's non-negotiable. You have to do it. Sorry, I've told you. Um, <laughs> Except daughter number one. Except daughter number you're one. You're not allowed. Yes. Caveat. If you're old enough, you should read this book. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tad spicy at times. Yes, it is. It's not appropriate for daughter number one. If you are of an appropriate age, you should totally read this book because it's really, really good. Yeah. yeah, I think that's where we're going to end it. Because now I'm just getting sad that there's no book to read. I have to wait. <laughs> now we have to stop because Jess is going to cry. Yeah, I'm kind of sad. So that's what we thought of the book, but those are just our opinions, and we'd like to hear yours. Leave us a comment. Thanks for joining us for Books and Banter, and thanks to our editor, Linda. We'll see you next time.